um, there's this message that God's been brewing in my heart and um, a couple of weeks back um, um, God gave us the privilege to uh, speak to um, a, a church din po, kaibigan din po natin sila in Manila and um, some parts of the message today uh, ibinigay po ni Lord and, um, and I, I felt like this is a word that you guys also need to hear can I hear an amen? amen. Um, so, in 18, 1874, there were six people in six different prisons who descended from the same family. So, what happened was, may anim na tao who were in six different prisons. Are, are you getting this? Um, and this urged some people from the, the, the prison to actually do a research Kasi nagtaka po sila, bakit ganun? Anim na tao, tapos hiwa-hiwalay, iba-ibang, iba-ibang prison. Tapos nang, nung tinraise nila po nila yung lineage ng pamilya nila, galing lang po sila sa isang pamilya. Are you getting this? Researchers decided to study their family lineage to trace what may have happened. And apparently, this is what they discovered. They were all descendants of a certain man named Max Jukes. Everybody say Max Jukes. Now, si Max Jukes, Jukes was not really the family name, um, but for illustration's sake, we're going to stick with Max Jukes. So here's what happened. Si Max Jukes lived around 1720. Arba, say 1720. He was an atheist. Ibig sabihin po, hindi siya naniniwala sa Diyos. He was a troublemaker, and he was a man without principles. Wala po siyang prinsipyo. Out of him, interestingly, Sa tao na to, kay Max Jukes, out of him came 1,200 descendants. Grabe, no? Sino po yung gusto magkaroon ng ganun? 1,200 descendants. Out of this man came 1,200 descendants. And look at this. 310 were homeless. 180 were alcoholics. 160 were drug addicts. 150 were criminals, seven of which were murderers. All coming from the lineage of a man named Max Jukes, who again was a, an atheist, a troublemaker, and who was a man without principles. Um, while I was like observing the whole story, um, I realized that one problem that you could see in the lineage or in the family tree was this. Nobody in the lineage decided to make a stand to break the cycle. Are you getting this? Walang nagdesisyon na putulin yung cycle. Apparently, there was a cycle of um, immorality. There was a cycle of lack of honor for the Lord. There was a cycle of delinquency, idleness. And because no one in the lineage decided to make a stand, the generations after were massively affected. Woo! po yun, no? Isang tao. Tapos, sabi dito, 150 criminals, yung pito, murderers pa. Galing sa lineage ng isang tao. Amen? In short, there was a generational cycle that haunted his descendants and no one rose up to break the cycle. Come on! And because of that, the next generations were massively affected. Today, I want to speak more on a message entitled, Cycle Breakers Making a Stand for the Next Generation. Come on, somebody. Come on, clap your hands. 
if you know that this message is about to impact your life, it's about to impact the lives of the next generation, your children, your children's children, and your children's children's children. Clap your hands right now if you know that God is about to do something powerful. Come on. In our lives. Can I hear an amen? amen? Now, just to put everybody on the same page, a cycle breaker is someone who recognizes harmful traits or patterns that exist in the culture of their family and decides to put a stop to these patterns or traits and trade them in for something different. Can I hear an amen? Ibig sabihin, ang isang cycle breaker pala ito, na-obserbahan niya na merong hindi magandang pattern o mga katangian na meron doon sa kultura ng pamilya. And then this cycle breaker decides, alright, however difficult it is, I'm gonna make a stand. And I'm gonna say, enough is enough. And then I'm gonna say, it doesn't mean just because I suffered, it doesn't mean that my children have to suffer as well. Come on. Just because my parents suffered doesn't mean that I will suffer as well because of this bad cycle. I'm going to make a stand. I'm going to make a stand. I'm going to say enough is enough and I'm going to replace these bad cycles into something new. See, here's the thing. When you break a cycle, a bad cycle, Ang good news po is, God gives you a new cycle. A new cycle is birth in your life. A new cycle is birth in your life, which affects not just your life, but also the lives of your descendants and your children after you. Can I hear an amen? I'm sure nakakita na po kayo ng ganitong scenario. If not sa inyong pasariling pamilya, maybe sa kwento ng isang kaibigan or kakilala. Yung mga ganito po, mga senaryo, yung tipong, ah, si ano, ganyan siya. Actually, yung tatay niya, ganyan din eh. Ay, actually, yung lolo niya, ganyan din. Kaya nagkaganon siya. Uy, alam mo si ano, yung, oo, yung nanay niya, ganyan din. Pati yung lolo niya, ganyan din. Actually, kilala ko yung lola niya sa tuhod eh. Ganyan din. Come on! Come on! Now, here's the good news. The good news is, this doesn't have to go on and on. Hallelujah. This, ah, how many more you are believing? 2023, something big is about to happen in your life. Something big is about to happen in your family. Something big is about to happen in your home. Come on, clap your hands if you're believing. Ah, come on. Amen. Of course, let me qualify. No, I'm talking about bad cycles here. I'm not talking about yung mga tipong, oh, yung lolo mapanalangin. Tapos yung tatay mapanalangin. Tapos bigla-bigla sabihin mo, ay, ako, ibibreak ko yung cycle. Ako hindi na. You know, I'm not talking about, of course, I'm talking about, you know, negative cycles. Can I hear an amen? Yes. Now, here's the key. Here's the key. Don't miss this. When someone becomes a follower of Christ, woo, when someone becomes a follower of Christ, honors him, and chooses to make a stand in the lineage, the bad cycle breaks. Ah, come on. Can I encourage someone who brought his friend here today? Can I encourage someone who brought her cousin or who brought her parents here today? Let me tell you this. A cycle is about to break tonight. Hallelujah. A cycle is a... Ah, hallelujah. Come on. Meron po bang first-timers ngayon? 
Sige po, wag po yung maya. Wow, welcome po natin. Hello po. Come on, let's just welcome. Hallelujah. Um, meron pa po ba? Wow, wow, talagang eto po. Hello, hello. Alam niyo po, hindi ko po alam kung paano po kayo inimbitahan, you know. Uh, I remember, meron pong kwento dati talagang sa amin po, talagang invite mo. Paano talagang yung iba, talagang sasama ka. <laughs> yung iba naman, sige sumama ka, tapos lilibre kita ng dinner pagkatapos. You know, you know uh, uh, sa mga na-invite po tonight, I just wanna let you know, na yung taong nag-invite po sa inyo, sobrang mahal po kayo. Sobrang mahal po kayo. And they were believing, they are believing that God really has a message for you tonight. And that God has a plan for your life. So, kung sinama po kayo dito, hallelujah, pinilit kayo, kinulit kayo, ibig sabihin, sobrang mahal kayo nung nag-invite sa inyo. Amen? And, uh, Psalm 112. Mabago po yan. <laughs> Nai-excite po ako kasi grabe po kayo. Solid. Say mo, asaktay mo, solid ka. I mean, ganito po ko talaga kayo mag-worship dito, no? Nagmana po kayo sa pastor ninyo. Grabe, no? Talaga, grabe talaga. Um, actually, want to take this time to honor, of course, Pastor JP, sila Gail, para po mga, para po mga anak ko na grabe, no? Nasasabi ko na ito ngayon. Um, and also si Pastor Rod and the whole family. Um, si Pastor JP, I think, is, is, is probably, arguably, one of the most powerful preachers in our generation today. Um, yung pong sinasabi niya na nanonood daw po siya joke po yun ako po yung nanonood sa kanya actually and I always tell him you know minsan sinachat ko siya powerful yung message mo ng Sunday and you know you're just so blessed because you're being led by a man who is just so passionate for God and so how about we honor right now our you know our pastors and so when the bad cycle breaks, a new cycle is born. A generational cycle that loves God. A generational cycle that honors God. A generational cycle that worships God. A cycle that impacts not only lives of the present generation, but also impacts the next generation. Psalm 112, 1-2, ang sabi po ng Bible, Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying His commands. Next line, look at this. Their children will be, what's the word? Successful, Successful everywhere. Wow. Everybody say everywhere. Pilipinas o sa labas ng Pilipinas, ano sabi ng word? Everywhere. Kasama mo, hindi mo kasama, ano sabi ng Bible? Everywhere. Wow. And I want to encourage someone right now. You know, maybe you've been so faithful in serving the Lord. Gusto ko pong malaman ninyo, wala pong nasasayang sa lahat ng ginagaw. Ah, come on. Come on. Every time you make a choice, every time you make a decision to honor God, to serve God, to obey God, may bunga po yan. And of course, we know that every decision that we make have eternal repercussions. Pero today, God is reminding us, they also have generational repercussions. 
that the decisions that we make today, they're not just about us. They're also about our children. They're also about our grandchildren. They're also about the children that will come after them. Are you getting this? Bawat, bawat pagtas ng kamay, meron Every time na pinili mo si Jesus, kahit mahirap, may bunga yan. Lahat ng inuluha mo para kay Jesus, may bunga yan. Sa lahat ng panahon na tinanggihan mo, yung barkada mo, na gustong gumawa ng hindi maganda, at nanindigan ka, may bunga yan. Hallelujah. Come on. Hey! Proverbs 27, sabi ng Bible, The righteous lead uh, lead blameless lives. Blessed are their children after them. Can I hear an amen? amen? You know, in the Bible, specifically in the book of Numbers 25, you find a story of a man named Phinehas. Everybody say Phinehas. Um, actually, may isang sikat na Phinehas eh. Yung anak ni Ellie, si Hophni. Alam niyo po si Hophni? Sila po yung nag-invento ng tipas. Hindi nila nag-get. So, hindi, joke lang. Si... <laughs> joke po yun. Pero napansin ko dito sa lugar na to, may mga ano, may mga mabilis na griak, mayroong mga hindi masyadong mabilis na griak. Ang tawag po natin dyan, mga thinkers. Yung bago sila mag-react, pinag-iisipan muna. Ah, baka po bukas ng umaga, ma-realize. Ay, yung pala, joke pala. Okay. Um, so, so you got here. Uh, but I'm not talking about that Phinehas, no? Kasi yun po ay hindi magandang Phinehas. Yung sa kwento ni Eli, yung anak niya, si Hopni. Anyway, I'm talking about Numbers 25. And the Bible tells us that the Israelites who were on their way to promised land. You know the story, right? They were um, led by Moses from Egypt. They crossed the Red Sea. Familiar? Uh-huh. And they were on their way to the promised land, right? And the Bible tells us in Numbers 25 that they were there in a place called Shittim. Everybody say Shittim. And they were there, and the Bible tells us that they were uh, there in, in Shittim. And yung mga, yung mga Israelites, sila po ay nakipag-sexual intercourse or they committed sexual immorality with the women who were not Israelites. Yung mga Moabites, yung mga Midianites na alam ho natin na ayaw ni Lord yun. Are you getting this? So ayaw po ni Lord yun. Anyway, itong mga kababaihan na to, they actually enticed the Israelites to actually worship their God, Baal. And that led to the Israelites now uh, becoming worshippers of Baal kasi nainganyo sila ng mga babaye. Do we get that? Uh-huh. So wala po silang kabalak-balak na anyway, ayun nga, nakipag-sexual ano sila doon, nagalit yun, nagalit si Lord. And there was a plague that was sent to the whole of Israel. Amen? Sige po, para mas accurate yung kwento, babasahin ko po, okay lang? Numbers, <laughs> Numbers 25, verse 1, sabi ng Bible, While Israel was staying in Shittim, the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with Moabite women who invited them to the sacrifice to their gods. The people ate the sacrificial meal and bowed down before these gods. So Israel yoked themselves to the Baal of Peor, and the Lord's anger burned against them. Now the Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of these people, kill them, and expose them in broad daylight before the Lord. So the Lord's fierce anger may turn away from Israel. 
Verse 5. So Moses said to Israel's judges, Each of you must put to death those of your people who have yoked themselves to the Baal of Peor. Sabi ni Moses, O lahat ng mga leaders, ha, kung meron kayong mga, you know, yung mga tao under you na, na yan, nakipag-sexual intercourse dun sa mga Moabite women tapos minorship na sila ba? Patayin! Simply mo Old Testament. Patayin! Amen! Imagine niyo po kung ganun ngayon, no? Basta rin ngayon na ng mangupya, patayin! Amen! Simple lang eh, ayan ang pag-uutro, patayin daw. Patayin, patay. Now, so ito po yung senaryo ngayon. The Israelites, led by Moses, were there in, in, in the tent of meeting. Uh, tapos sila po'y humihingi ng tawad kay Lord ngayon. Lord, patawarin niyo po kami sa aming pagkakasala. They were weeping, they were mourning. Lord, patawarin niyo po kami. And all of a sudden, ang sabi po ng Bible, bigla na lang may isang lalaki na sa harapan nila Moses, ha? in broad daylight, bigla po siyang may kasamang babaye. Yung ipinagbabawal na babaye. Talagang dumaan pa siyang ganyan. At pinakita niya sa mga Israelites na nagwiwip at nagmamorning. Mahangaga, no po? Kay pati ni lalaki ngayon eh. Medyo masyas siya po balangid-ngid. Talagang, na ano pong gawan niyo nung ikayong atsuka rin eh? Siguro po nung yak, manggiligit kong bagya eh talaga. Akakit mo ng mangaga na kikinin eh. Manyad na kentawad ni. Kaya ba't di rami pa yung babae ngayon ke? Are you getting the story? Are you getting the story? Amin! Manyaman niya po kong kapampangan. O siyempre kapampangan tamo. And the Bible tells us, edi nakita po, eh may isang taong pangalan Pinehas. Ito nga, dito si Pinehas. May buwisi yan po yung Pinehas. Sabi ng Bible, Pinehas stood up. Eba say stood up. stood up. Ang stood po ay past tense ng stand. Very good. So he stood up and he got a spear. At pagkatapos, sinundan niya yung, yung lalaki na ang pangalan ay Zimri. At kung di pa ako nagkakamali, yung pangalan ng babae na pinagbabawal ay Cosby. So, pumasok siya sa tent, sinundan niya, at pagkatapos, kumuha na siyang spear, tinusok niya. Ginawa niyang barbecue. In short, patay. Patay. Patay si Zimri, patay din si Cosby. Grabe, no? Imagine niyo po kung kids' church, no? Tapos kinikwento to, no? At siguro rin anak, ay, wow. Pete, eh. <laughs> But, but, but I want to like share to you what happened. It's happened in the Bible, verse 7. When Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw this, he left the assembly, took a spear in his hand, and followed the Israelite into the tent. He drove the spear into both of them, right through the Israelite man and into the woman's stomach. Then the, look at this. And then the plague against the Israelites was stopped. Wow. Yung plague na naghohunt sa buong Israel, all of a sudden dahil sa ginawa ni Pinehas, tapos. Tapos yung plague. Tapos yung anger ni Lord. Natapos. But those who died in the plague, number 24,000. Verse 10, this one I like. And I wanna like highlight this tonight. Ang sabi po niya, the Lord said to Moses, Pinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, 
has turned my anger away from the Israelites. Since he was as zealous for my honor among them as I am, I did not put an end to them in my zeal. Therefore, therefore, tell him, I am making a covenant of peace with him. He, everybody say he, and his descendants will have a covenant of a lasting priesthood because he was zealous for the honor of his God and made atonement for the Israelites. What am I saying? Because of what he did, because he broke the cycle, because he stood up, because of his courage to make a stand, the Bible tells us that he earned a blessing, a reward, not just for himself, come on, but for his descendants as well. Come on. Somebody here, you're getting what the Lord is trying to say to you. Hallelujah. Somebody here is being encouraged to be faithful. Somebody here is being encouraged to think about your children. Because the choices that we make in our lives are never just about us. Amen. Somebody has to make a stand. Somebody has to break the cycle. Somebody has to say, enough is enough. The bad cycle ends in my time. Hallelujah. Woo! Can I hear an amen? The choices that we make today. Amen? Siguro po, maganda to para mas tangible. Pag-usapan natin. Example, alcoholism. Siguro po, wala na pong lasinggero dito. In Jesus' name. Bakit humina yung amen? Parang meron. Hindi totoo po, you know, one of the things that are like, one of the stuff that's really destroying lives of people and marriages and families is alcoholism. Real talk po tayo. Sino pong naniniwala ang grabe yung gagawin ni Lord sa'yo this year? Pero sino pong naniniwala na kasama nun yung grabing gagawin ni Lord ay yung matinding pagsasaayos sa ating mga buhay. Ah. Alcoholism. Sino po dito yung kagaya ko na bago naging Christian, manginginom? Ako po, manginginom ako eh. Kasi po sa mundo ganyan, di ba? Pag may maganda nangyari sa'yo, let's celebrate. Shatane. Na-promote ka. Shatane. Tapos pag may problema ka, nag-break kayo ng girlfriend mo, shatan eh. Hindi mo maalaman eh, kayo maganda o hindi maganda nangyari, paneshat. So we're living in that kind of culture. Amen? But praise the Lord, sinave tayo ni Lord. Amen. The old is gone and the new has come. Dapat wala na yan. Sa iba sa atay mo, dapat wala na yan. Wala mo yan. Ito po ako, personal ko po ito. And I know there's a lot of debate, you know, about this, about drinking, and wine, 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 wine. Pero ako po, alam nyo, talaga nung, nung nag-Christian ako, sabi ko, ayoko na, kahit anong, kahit orange pa yan. Orange wine, blue wine, gray wine, black wine, white wine, green wine, yellow wine. Kasi, alam nyo bakit? Sabi nyo po bakit? Kasi alam ko po, na sa aking nakaraan, may trigger. Bakit ko pa i-risk yun? kung alam ko nang may trigger. Tama. Kaya nga po pag alimawa, nakikipagkasal po kami. Tapos di ba may ganun, yung best man kukuha ng ano. Tapos, tapos di ba, ang gagawin ko po, yung bote, bibigyan kong tubig. Tapos sabi niya, oh, let's, let's, let's cheer. Ting. Ang importante lang po doon yung ting. 
แล้วชิงติงชิงติงติงอายุเจนี่อายุเจนนอ come on what am I saying what amen what what am I saying Nung panahon po namin, may kante. Yung mga kahenerasyon ko dito, alam nila ito sigurado. Yung ano, dan-dan-dan-dan-dan-dan-dan. Nagsimula sa patikim-tikim. See? Nagiging obvious yung mga edad po natin, no? Pinilit kong gusto. Kabilin, bilin. Amen. And there's some truth to that song. Wala naman pong lasenggero. Nagsimula lasenggero agad. Alang-alang mapagkatas yung uminom, ay, lasenggero na ako. No, that's not how it is. Nagsisimula yan sa maliliit. Amen. And we, if we are so dead serious about breaking a cycle in our lives, we're gonna say no to sin, we're gonna flee from temptation, we're gonna run away. Because why? Because we understand that the choices that we make today are not just about us. Clap your hands if you're rich. Ah, come on. Amen. Smoking. Sana po wala na po nagsusmoke dito. At pati po yung pagsusmoke, nag-evolve. Nung panahon po ng mga lola natin, di ba? Yung ginunguya. Tawag doon, nga <laughs> Tapos nagkaroon na cigarette. Tapos ngayon, pinabango, ginawang vape. But the same substance that's destroying the lungs of people is actually present in, in those stuff. So get rid of it. Amen. At kung meron po dito, galing sa isang pamilya na may naninigarilo sa bahay nila, Oh, in your lifetime, in your generation, the cycle breaks. Hallelujah. You are the cycle You are the cycle breaker. You are... Yung pong gambling, nag-evolve na rin. Dati, majong. Tapos, kwaho. Ngayon, ngayon, isabong. We have to make a stand. How about broken family? I think one of the reasons why I'm just so passionate about preaching this is because of this. Uh, we made a random survey in our youth ministry, so wildfire, and mind-blowingly, 70% yung po mga tinanong namin were coming from broken homes. 70%. And I was like sharing... One of the most devastating experiences that we have as youth ministers is when a young person comes to us and then shares to us the story on how the family broke. And so maybe, just maybe, there are some married couples right now who are struggling. Do it for God. Stick to your vows. Stick to what you promised the Lord. Do it for God. And number two, do it for your children. This bad cycle of broken families must be broken. Can I hear an amen? Amen. No wonder there's a lot of kids right now. Sobrang miserable po yung mga buhay nila. And then when you ask them, saan galing yung problema? It started in the home. It's not just about us. But how many among you know that this is real stuff right here? 
And I'm believing right now that, you know, for, for the ministers, for Pastor JP, this is an encouragement for us to continue doing what we're doing. Because we understand that the church of God is a place of restoration. It is a place where people commit their lives to Christ. And we're, gonna, we're not going to stop winning people, winning the lost to the Lord, because we know that out of this generation, we'll rise up cycle breakers for the honor and for the glory of God. Come on, clap your hands if you're receiving this right now. Amen. Alam niyo po yun, yung, yung nalapit po yung mga bata sa iyo, tapos sasabihin nila na ito po yung nangyari sa nanay at tatay ko. Tapos pag tinanong mo yung mga parents, ano nangyari ba sila naghiwalay? Eh kasi po hindi na lang po kami masaya. Grabing tayo lang yun. Hindi na lang masaya. And then the kids are made to suffer. And then we say we love God. This cycle has to stop. And for the single people in the house, if you enter a romantic relationship, make sure that you are in it for the right reason. Hindi lang dahil kinilig ka, hindi lang dahil malamig sa labas, kailangan mo ng aakap sa'yo, bumili ka ng jacket kung gusto mo ng pampainit, pero huwag kang papasok sa isang relasyon kung mali naman ang motibo mo. Sino po na-feel nila parang serious tayo ngayon? Bakit ba naging ganito? Hindi, pero totoo po, grabe. Umaapoy talaga po yung puso ko ngayon kasi sobrang dami na po yung mga broken families tsaka broken men. Or how about the bad cycle of adultery? You know, sometimes we think that adultery only happens when you're like, you're married already and then you start like, diba, dating somebody else, that's adultery. No! Standards of Jesus. Ang sabi ni Jesus, kapag nag-lust ka in your mind, no, nakita mo yung babae, tapos you lusted over her in your mind, that's already adultery. So, ibig sabihin, pati yung pornography kasama dyan, pati yung panunood mo ng, ayan, kung, si, kung meron po kayong mga pornography sa mga cellphones ninyo, sana po, pagkatapos itong session na to, sana po, itapon natin yung mga cellphones natin. <laughs> Hindi, pwede namang i-delete, di ba? Yeah, but seriously, these are things that are destroying marriages today. But by the grace of God, tonight, God will anoint us to become cycle breakers. Come on, somebody. Come on. Hindi po ako nasusurprise kung meron po dito, naiisip mo na yung pamilya mo, kung ano yung nangyari in the past, the cycle breaks today. Amen! How about we pray for new cycles? Come on. A cycle that loves God. Come on. A cycle that worships God. A cycle that honors God in their lives. A cycle that reads the Bible. Hallelujah. A cycle that obeys God's commands. A cycle that says, Ayoko na sa kasalanan ng gusto ko, ang buhay ko. I'm gonna honor God for the rest of my life. Come on. Amen. Amen. Woo, hindi po ako galit, ha? Ano lang po talagang, umaapoy lang po talaga kasi itong message ito sa puso ko. Amen. Having said that,
Sino po dito nung kinuwento ko yung tinusok niyang ganun, yung, yung spear, tinusok niyang ganun. Medyo-medyo na paano kayo? Yung ganun. Come on. Hindi, yung, parang hindi mo in-expect, no? I, I mean, you know, there's a similar kwento. Nakas ko nyo. <laughs> Sometimes kasi I'm like that, you know? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a similar, somewhat similar story in the Bible. The story of David and Goliath. You know the story, right? Diba? Sikat yun, diba? We, you don't need to be a Bible genius to know about that story. I mean, when you talk about David, David, and Goliath. Ayan. Sa mga medyo nakabasa na ng Bible, minsan David and Bathsheba. Ganon. You know Bathsheba, right? Yeah. So, pero yung mga taasin talagang pagkaano, pag si David, oh, si David, yeah, he, he si David, tsaka si Goliath. So in the Bible, you you know what happened, diba? The, the, the uh, Israelite camp versus the Philistine army and and mag-aaway na po sana sila pero sabi nila wag na lang tayo magpatayan let's just send the best man ganon and so the Philistine brought out their their best warrior and that was Goliath right and then dito naman sa, sa uh, Israelite side walang walang lumalaban pero praise the Lord si David dahil diligent siya at masunurin siya inutusan siya ng tatay niya na magdala ng tusino at longganisa at saka fried rice at saka itlog di ba? Amen. Nagugutom na kayo kasi nagfasting kayo, di ba? Hallelujah. Hindi ako magtataka. Amen. Gabi. Merong magtatap si Lord dito. Hallelujah. Parang masarap yun, no? Anyway, so dala-dala niya yung breakfast. And while he was like passing by, habang papunta siya doon sa, ano, bigla niya narinig si Goliath. Sabi ni Goliath, oh, yan, walang kwenta kayong mga tao kayo. Walang kwenta yung Diyos ninyo. He started mocking God. He started mocking the people of God. And so, make the long story short, David said, alright, nobody wants to fight this giant. I'm gonna fight him. So, ako yung nalaban dyan. Sabi niya, ito na nangyari. So, fast forward tayo. Naglaban na sila. Sabi ng Bible, um, kumuha siya ng five, five smooth stones. You know the story, right? Tapos yung slingshot. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Pew. Patay. You know the story, right? Sabi ng Bible, patay. Apatay sa bato. Let's read. Ay, uh, yung, kala nyo po nag-joke ako. Babasahin ko ah. Uh, 1 Samuel 17. Um, ito. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching out into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine. Oh, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. Oh, see? The stone sank mm, into his forehead and he fell face down on the ground. So, Dito pa lang po, patay na. Namatay sa pato. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. Verse 51, David ran, ito na ginawa ni David. David ran and stood over him. He took hold of the Philistine's sword and drew it from the sheath. After he killed him, he cut off his head with the sword. Talagang brutal dito eh. Si Pinehas, tinusok. Eto, pinuto lang ulo. Grabe do! Kaya mag-enjoy tayo magbasa ng Bible. This year po, 2023, you're gonna finish the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. How about you make that your goal? Ah. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Do not let this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything that is written in it. And with this, you will be successful. You want to be successful in life? Read the Bible! I don't even know why I'm saying this right now. 
But God is reminding us, read your Bible. Amen? O, tuloy ko po yung kwento. So, nung pumagsak po si Goliath, patay na. Tapos, sabi ng Bible, tumakbo si David, kinuha niya yung sword ni Goliath, tapos, pinutol niya yung ulo. Patay na nga eh. Pinatay ulit. Ang tawag dun, double dead. You know what he was doing? He was finishing the job. Eba, say, finish the job. Husbands, finish the job. Ministers, finish the job. Christians, finish the job. Finish the job! Say, Mr. Daimo, finish the job! We understand this by now. For us Christians, it's not about how we start. It's about how we finish. Come on. Finish the job. Finish the job. Amen. Amen. Finish the job, church. Finish the job. Finish the job. Finish the job. How do you finish the job? You, 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 you finish the job by making sure that you are mission accomplished. You know what David was doing? Ba't niya ginawa po Kasi minimake sure niya na talagang patay si Goliath. That is what he was doing. Are you getting this? Now, ito, ito sabi niyo, wow. Ito, ito sabi niyo, wow. Ito matindi. Masahe po ng Bible, like a decade, approximately 10 years, no? 10 to 12 years. After that incident, when he killed Goliath, here's what happens. Sabi ng Bible, si David, na-invite na siya sa army, tapos sumikat siya. You know the story, right? Sumikat na po siyang sumikat. Tapos alam niyo po yung kwento, di ba? Parang the, the women were singing. Ang sabi nila, and, and, and David killed 10,000. Saul killed 1,000. <laughs> 1,000 lang. Kumakatay mo ba? And David killed 10,000. Saul killed... <laughs> Ganun silang kumante. Kaya po nainggit si Saul. And because Saul was angry, he tried to kill David. Right? You know the story, right? Anyway, dumakbo si David. Dumakbo po siya. Uh, tumakas po siya. And the Bible tells us he went into the temple and he was looking for a weapon. Eba, say weapon. So, ibig sabihin to, 10 to 12 years after po niyang napatay si Goliath. No? Now, let's read. Let's read po ang sabi ng Bible nung naghahanap siya ng weapon. 1 Samuel 21 verse 9. Ang sabi ng Bible, tinanong niya, meron bang weapon dito? The priest replied, The sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom you killed in the valley of Elah, is here. It is wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If you want it, take it. There is no sword here but that one. What am I saying? Kailan po nangyari to? 10 to 12 years after. What am I saying? Buti na lang, tinapos ni David yung trabaho niya 12 years ago. Kasi pagdating ng 12 years after, the same weapon that he used to kill Goliath ay siya pa weapon na gagamitin niya en route to him being the king of Israel. What am I saying? Your faithfulness today will have an impact in your future. Wow! Hallelujah! Ah! Oh, come on! 
Your faithfulness today will have an impact in your future. Come on. Ah, encouraging someone right now. Come on. Your faithfulness today will have an impact in your future. Amen. And I'm sure we all went through those times when it was so difficult to move on. When it was so difficult to stand up and keep on fighting. God is reminding us all today, your faithfulness today will have an impact in your future. And praise the Lord today, God is reminding us, will not just impact your life, but will impact the next generations as well. Can I hear an amen? amen? Shout out sa lahat ng worship team. Shout out sa lahat ng mga nag-ayos dito. Shout out na every Sunday, kahit mahirap, tuloy-tuloy pa rin tayo. Come on. Your faithfulness today will have a... Come on. Your fa- Hindi mo alam kung gaano kalawak, gaano kalayo ang magiging bunga ng iyong katapatan. But God is reminding you today. Minsan nakala mo parang walang bunga. Meron yan! Meron yan! You can never outgive God. You can never outhonor God. You can never outsacrifice God. May bunga yan. You just have to wait. Come on. Ano sabi ng Bible? Do not stop doing good for at the appropriate time you will reap a harvest of blessing if you will not give up. Clap your hands. Come on. Woo! Everybody say, woo! Grabe. Amen. Kalabitin mo yung katabi mo. Sabi mo sa kanya, huwag kang titigil. Sa kabila, sabi mo, huwag kang titigil. Ituloy mo na yung fasting mo hanggang February. Come on, come on, come on. We're not gonna stop. We're not gonna quit. Amen. We're doing it for God and we're doing it for the next generation. Come on, hallelujah. Hey! Abase! Lahat po nang sumemplang last year, magtas ng kamay. Sige, sige, okay, maya, magkamaya. Ay, yung iba, hindi sumemplang. Hallelujah, mga perfect. Sino po sumemplang last year? Maybe this is the word for you tonight. God is encouraging you tonight. Begin again. Begin again. Begin again. Ah, begin again. Come on, come on, come on. God is not done with you yet. Hallelujah. Do not give up on God. Hallelujah. God is not giving up on you. So don't give up on God. This year, 2023, you begin again. Come on. Start all over. Reset. Honor God again. Obey God again. Serve God again. Begin again this year. Clap your hands if you are reset. Ah. Amen. Nalala niyo po yung boxing, no? Ngayon boxing? Simple na boxing. Pag nagbo-boxing, di ba? Tapos, Tapos, Masuntok niya. Knockdown ba? Oh. Tapos, bigla, Ting yung referee. Sabi niyo referee. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. You're out. Pero sa atin po mga believers, baligtad. Pag tayo bumagsak, papasok si Lord. Anong gagawin niya? Sabi niya, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Tama na yung iyak-iyak na yan. Magsimula ka ulit. Bumangon ka na! It's time to begin again! Hey! 
say begin again. Amen. Wala naman po perfect eh. Lahat po tayo sumimplang. Pero yung mahalaga, babangon ka. Sabi ng Bible, the righteous may fall seven times, but they will get up again. Come on. Ay, ang hina ng pa... Yung palakpak. Come on. Can I hear an amen? amen. Finish the job, yo. Finish the job. Finish the job. Ang ganda-ganda po ng simula ninyo. Finish the job! Amen! Amen! Eh, di ba po, naalala po natin yung first time tayong naging, yung first time. Di ba? Lumapit tayo sa harapan. Umiyak tayong ganyan. Lord, mapit, Lord, mapit. Finish the job. It's not just about starting. It's about finishing. Somebody, God is reminding you of your calling. These are powerful words. Calling. Mga panawagan mula sa Panginoon. How's your calling? How's your love for God? How's your passion for God? How about this year? In as much as goals are important, you know, meron dyan career goals, meron dyan financial goals, meron dyan relationship goals. But how about this year? Ang seryosohin po natin yung mga spiritual goals po natin. That this year, it's gonna be an unprecedented year as far as our relationship with God is concerned. Ito yung year na tatapusin ko yung Bible. Ito yung year na wala akong absent kapag Sunday. Ito yung year na magla-life group na ako. Ito yung year na ako mismo mag-disciple na ako. Ito yung year na talaga magmula ngayon hanggang De- December 31. Grabe talaga masasabi ko na ito yung best year so far ko pagdating sa relasyon ko sa Diyos. It's called finishing the job. Come on. It's called finishing the job. Amen. And I'm sure maybe some of you here, you're expecting like, oh, you know, we're going we're gonna to pray for, oh, miracles. Yeah, it's going to happen. Amen. Oh, we're going to pray for promotion. Whoa, yeah, it's going to happen. Pero kung hindi pumayos yung pundasyon natin, pag dumating yung mga pagpapala na yan, magkakrumble tayo, yayabang tayo, magkakapride tayo. Kaya nga sabi ng Bible, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, yun ang unahin, yun ang mauna, and all these other things will be added unto us as well. 2023, there's going to be an awakening of believers. Hallelujah. We're going to fall in love so much with God. Come on! And, and we're just so excited for your church. You know why? Because you guys... You're just so in love with God. And we're praying, believing 2023. Clap your hands if you're receiving this right now. Come on. Amen. Amen. Hanggang ano oras po ba ako dito? Hanggang ano oras po? 12? Hindi po, joke lang. Ano pong oras? Tapos na. Tapos na yata. Hallelujah. But I gotta finish my job. Ooh, hallelujah. Thank you.
Hindi pa tapos na po ako. Just want to encourage you. Look at this. Talk about David. Do you know si David po? Um, after ni David, there was a king, right? He was, it was his son. The name is Solomon. Bible tells us he's the smartest man alive in the Old Testament. So that's Solomon. Um, si Solomon po ay anak ni Bathsheba. Ah, you know Bathsheba? You know Bathsheba? You see, remember Bathsheba? Bathsheba was the woman who was taking a bath. That's why she's called Bathsheba. Because she was taking a bath. The joke lang. The Bible tells us David was like in the rooftop. Everybody went to the war and David stayed in the palace and he was like walking there. All of a sudden, nakakita po siya ng, ng naliligo, si Bathsheba. And the Bible tells us he lusted over her and then he committed adultery and then eventually he committed murder dun po sa, sa asawa ni Bathsheba. So that's why. Anyway, nagkaroon po sila ng anak pero yung anak po nila namatay. Pero nagkaroon po sila ng isa pang anak. Ang pangalan ay Solomon at yun po ang naging hari. Ding, 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 ding. Amen. Ang bilis, no? Yun po yung nangyari. Anyway, um, so Solomon was now king. Now, yung first half po ng buhay ni Solomon, alam po ninyo yan, maayos yan. Yung second half, dun siya medyo nagsamplang-samplang kasi dami-dami niyang asawa, dami-dami niyang concubines, tapos hindi mga Israelites, kaya nag-worship na rin siya sa, sa iba-ibang gods, kagaya po nung kwento kanina, dun sa mga mobabike. Anyway, parang ganun. Anyway, so nagalit si Lord sa kanya. So dapat kukunin na ni Lord yung kingdom away from Solomon. But here's what happens. The Bible tells us in 1 Kings 11:12. Ang sabi niya, kukunin ko na dapat yung kingdom sa iyo. Pero sabi ni Lord sa kanya, I will not do it in your days for the sake of your father David. Wow. For the sake of your father David. In other words, God was saying, I'm about to take away the kingdom from you because of the things that you've been doing. But I'm not going to do it in your days for not for your sake but for the sake of your father, David. Hindi dahil sa'yo, kundi dahil sa tatay mo, si David, kasi in-honor niya ako. Now, interestingly, this, this happened 20 years after the death of David. He's solid. Ano ibig sabihin po nun? Patay na po si David. Yung, pong mga, yung anak niya, nagbe-benefit pa rin dun sa pag-honor ni David. Sa, hey, grabe! Solid! Are you getting this? Yeah, did we get that? So, ibig sabihin po, I don't know, maybe, may kinausap siya. Sana, I'm praying. Mamayang gabi, kung meron man pong may bisyo pa dito, mamayang gabi, tapusin na lahat yan. Come on. Oh, and parang hindi na naman po kayo nagre-reply. Get rid of porn. Get rid of alcohol. What? Hindi naman po yung isopropyl or ethyl. Alcoholic drinks. Sugal. Ay, may bunga po yan. Now, tuloy po natin yung kwento. Ah. Now, sabi na, sabi, decades after, like decades, mga dekada nakaraan, Abijah, the great-great-grandson of David, reigned in Jerusalem. Abijah was an evil king. But again, God did not take the kingdom away from his family. So si Abijah, evil king na po ito. Ah. Evil, masamang king. Tapos talagang kukunin ni Lord na naman yung kingdom from them. Pero sabi ni Lord sa kanya, uh, kukunin ko na. Pero, sabi niya ganun, sa 1 Kings 15.5, ang sabi ni Lord sa kanya, because David did 
what was right in the eyes of the Lord and had not turned aside from anything that He commanded him all the days of his life except in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. In other words, sabi niya, kukunin ko na naman yung kingdom pero dahil na naman kay David. Hey, grabe. Mama, ano pong pangalan ninyo? Ma'am Jude, grabe no. Imagine ninyo, no? yung pong mga po ninyo. Sabihin ni Lord sa kanila, dahil sa katapatan ng lola mong si Jude, Come on! Come on, church! Come on! I know God's speaking to you! Come on! Wala pong halong-halong pa-cute! Walang halong-halong paano dito! Pa-cute. But this is real stuff right here. Because we're understanding now the repercussions and the consequences of the choices that we're making in our lives. Tuloy po natin, ha? King Hezekiah. Alam po yung kwento ni King Hezekiah. Diba, nagtagpo-tagpo yung tatlong ano, tapos pinagkaisahan yung Israel. Ano ginawa ni Hezekiah? Nag-fasting sila. Parang yung pong ginawa ninyo. Let's, let's fast. Nag-fasting po sila. And then, God sent a, a prophet, si Isaiah, Prophet Isaiah. Sabi nga nun kay Hezekiah, this is what the Lord says to you. Sabi, sabi nga nun, uh, Hezekiah, uh, alam ko natatakot ka, lulusubing ka ng tatlong ano. Pero ito yung pinapasabi ni Lord sa'yo. Let's read. Um, First, uh, I wait lang. Nakalimut ako po sinabi. Thank you. Yung kay Abidja, yung kay Abidja, yung kanina po, 79 years na pong patay si David. Yung kay Solomon, 20, kay Abidja, 79 years na patay si David. Nagbe-benefit pa rin si Abidja. Ay! Parents, hear me out. Sino po dito mga parents? Come on, raise your hands. I'm, I'm so sure na isa po sa mga pinagpe-pray natin ay yung hindi babayaan ni Lord yung mga anak natin. I mean, amen? Can I hear an amen to that? Wala po mabuting magulang hindi pagpe-pray yun. And, and I'm, I'm so sure dahil mabuti po kayong magulang, yung kulang na mo, protectan mo yung anak mo. Kulang na mo, ibiyan mo nga yung anak mo. Tama? Hanggang hangga, IBM mo. But, listen to this. Alam naman po natin, hindi naman po natin sila makakasama forever. There will be a time na kukunin po tayo ni Lord. At kung hindi pa bumalik si Lord, there will be a time na sila, sila na lang po. Pero ito po yung magandang balita eh. Your faithfulness today will have an impact. In the, ah! Ang sarap yata mag-church. Ang sarap yatang mag-church! Ang sarap mag-life group! Ang sarap mag-worship! Pati po yung pagpa-fasting ninyo? Ay, grabe. May bunga yan. Woo. Parang, na, parang meron akong nafe-feel dito. May gustong mag-fasting ulit. Pastor! Anyway, going back to Hezekiah. Hezekiah, 11th in the line of great-grandsons of David. Eleven great-grandson, ha? Linusog po silang tatlong kingdom, nagsanib pwersa. Humingi siya ng tulong. Ito yung sabi ni Lord sa kanya. Second Kings chapter 19, verse 34. Sabi ng Bible, I will defend this city to save it. Look at this. Wala pala. For my own sake 
for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. Wait lang, listen to this. Ito matindi. Nangyari po ito 305 years. Ah! Wow! 305 years after the death of David. And Hezekiah was still reaping the benefits of the seeds that were planted by his great, 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 great granddad David. Grabe po yun, no? Wala pong nasasayang. Walang nasasayang. Every time you choose to obey God, walang nasasayang. Every time you choose to be faithful, wala pong nasasayang. I'm about to end. I'm about to end. We started with an illustration of Max Jukes. And we're going to end with another illustration. Apparently, this man lived in the same era as Max Jukes did. Halos magkasabay po sila ng era. And this man's name is Jonathan Edwards. For those of you who are familiar with church history, matunog po itong pangalan ng Jonathan Edwards. Jonathan Edwards was a pastor. He was a theologian and he was a revivalist. And scribes are saying that he actually married a woman named Sarah. Eba say Sarah. And out of them, Jonathan Edwards and Sarah, there came 1,400 descendants. Ganong kadami. Look at this. 300 of them were pastors, missionaries, theological professors. 14 were college presidents. 120 were college professors. 100 were lawyers. 66 were medical doctors. 85 were authors. 32 were state judges. 80 held government positions. 3 were governors. 3 were senators. 1 was vice president of the United States of America. All of them coming from the lineage of a man named Jonathan Edwards who once upon a time decided to commit his life to the Lord and honor Him with His life. You are a cycle breaker. By the grace of God, you are a cycle breaker. By the grace of God, you are a cycle breaker. Amen. So I'm going to invite everybody to stand right now. and.